0: Hello there, and thanks for joining me again on the podcast today. Education, my topic. Education today. We are in a mess. Every day in the news, we learn more and more about educational conflict, parents and board members in conflict teachers and administration in conflict unions and administration unions and parents unions and kids in conflict one with the other school schools today schools today have a tremendous burden to get out from underneath the conflict the debate the demands the social demands on them the political demands on them and educate our kids in the basic subjects of life and for which they will need to have skills as they move forward educationally and occupationally. Now the Heritage Foundation just recently conducted a um, educational freedom review and came out with a report of the educational systems in all the states across the country and they rank them on a number of factors that uh, are relevant to a child's quality education, and um, their findings are very profound. We'll take a look at those in just just a minute. Now, let's go back just a little bit and put it in perspective. In 1955, a man by the name of Milton Friedman, philosopher educator, gave a great deal of thought to the educational system of the day and came up with the idea of universal educational choice. And to carry that out. He formulated what was known as the Educational Savings Accounts, ESA, Educational Savings Account. Basically, that means that the government sets aside a certain sum of money per child and it is identified with that child. So, whatever school that child would go to, so goes the money. It was not a blanket funding of education that we have had for years and we still have in most states. But his idea of the educational savings account and school choice, prompted a whole development, a movement across the country. And over the 35 years since his uh, formulation of this particular idea and plan, we now have 32 states and the District of Columbia, which operate 76 private school choice programs. So you see, Milton's idea is starting to percolate. took a long time for educators to realize the value of it. But one state after another began to show that they could not only operate an educational choice program for education, but that it worked, and that it worked better than the traditional system of education. And we have now these 32 states that have choice options for parents and for their kids. Now, over the years of my clinical practice as a psychologist, I've met with many, many kids, often in junior high and high school that are just at odds with the educational system, with the teachers, with the administration, and it's a battle. These kids are not doing very well. The educational system is not serving them well. The educational system is not incorporating and accommodating to their particular needs or their particular problem areas of life and educate them in spite of it. So when you look at these kids that I've seen, many have used a school choice option and have had done homeschooling, charter schools of various kinds. They've gone into various uh, modalities of school choice. And you know, the kid that was not succeeding now succeeds. The kid that was failing is now succeeding. One particular child was uh, removed from his high school because the high school didn't want to deal with him. I even went to the school, met with the teachers, met with 12 of them on behalf of this kid they would not budge. Even the accommodations that I proposed, they would not deal with. They were done with him and they just kept on failing him and failing him. So in my dealings with this particular young man, we worked out a school choice option for him that would suit his particular needs. And he said to me, when I finish this program and when I graduate, I'm gonna take that diploma and I'm gonna plop it on the desk of the principal and show him that I did it. Two years later, That kid walked into the principal's desk, into the principal's office, put on the principal's desk the diploma that he had earned through a school choice option and succeeded. And his mental health went up from uh, like about a 2 or 3 on a 10-point scale to a 7 or 8 on a 10-point scale. And his feelings about himself and his feelings about his education and his feelings about his future improved. Now, that's one. It's a success. That's one. But there are many, many of these kids are stuck. And as a parent, get them unstuck. Not by going to the school, but by going to the school options that are available in your community. Your kid can succeed. Your kid can do better. But the traditional school system may not be the answer. Now, that's school choice. So what happened in these states across the country that um, struggled with their educational system and try to work out various kind of plans and see what they could work out well let me tell you what happened in the uh, results of the survey that um, the heritage foundation came up with what are the 10 top states in our country today that um, educate our kids to the very best well let's take a look at what do you think they are just wrap it through your mind for a minute what are the top 10 states in education today florida arizona Idaho, Indiana, South Dakota, Mississippi, West Virginia, Montana, Louisiana, Tennessee. Now those are the top 10 states in the overall educational uh, structures of school and all the various aspects of it having to do with, do, do do those states have school choice? Do those states have transparency in their rules and regulations of schools? Are these schools open? For parents to feed into it and be included in the educational process. And then spending. Do they have adequate spending? So they take all those four points, combine them together, and those are the top choices. So if you're going to move, going to go somewhere. You want the best schools, the best state for your kids in school? Go to Florida, go to Arizona, Idaho, Indiana, South Dakota, go down to Mississippi, West Virginia. Louisiana, Tennessee, Montana. Those are the top 10 schools, uh, states uh, for, the, for their education. Now, just to kind of put it in contrast, what were the 10 lowest states in the education systems of the day? On the same points, do they have school choice in that particular state? Do they have a transparency policy of opening their uh, doors and opening their board member uh, board meetings and so on to parents? Do they have few regulations and limited regulations? Do they spend adequate funds for education? These are the 10 lowest states on a scale of educational quality. Pennsylvania, New Mexico, Minnesota, Oregon, Hawaii, Illinois, Washington, Rhode Island, Alaska, Connecticut being the lowest. So those are states you want to stay out of. But if you, have, if you live in those states that are way down the bottom of the list, and you're sending your kids to the public school, you better rethink that. You better reconsider that. You better look at the school choice options in your particular state. Now, your state may have school options, but they may not really recommend them. They may not really advertise them. They may not really advocate for them, but you can find them. Look in the community in which you live, and look for the options of what is available in education today. What charter schools are available? What homeschooling options are available? And so on. Get your kids into an alternative school choice situation. If you live in any of these states that come out at the bottom of the list Pennsylvania, New Mexico, Minnesota, Oregon, uh, um, Hawaii, Illinois, Washington, Rhode Island, Alaska, and Connecticut. You may not be able to move, but you can move your child from the public school to some kind of private school or school choice option in your community. So that's my recommendation, and that's the status of education today. And thanks for Milton Friedman, who way back in 1955 saw the light and saw that we really need a different educational system. We need to separate out the financing of education from the administration and the instruction of educational topics for their kids you can educate your kids in many different ways but so you can pay for the education in several different ways sure the government can pay and just give the money to the school and hope that the school will do well with it or in your state your child can be identified as the owner of that educational fund and he takes it with him to whatever school he goes to and that's how those schools then are financed so thanks for joining me and um, I wish you well Go to my website, www.booksbyhedberg.com. I wrote a book recently, Better Parenting. Pick it up. It's a great book. It's a good gift for Christmas. It's a good gift to read over the holidays, in particular as you reorganize yourself to thinking about school next January. Better Parenting. So, um, www.booksbyhedberg.com. Bye for now.